We're not the starters. We're not even the backups. This is the Third Stringers Podcast. Welcome back to the Third Stringers Podcast. We got a fun one for you today. Football's back, and so is fantasy. We're going to talk about our fantasy draft that we just had, as well as rookie quarterbacks in their first preseason games. I'm your host, Noah Kratz, and with me today is Justin, and Josh is back from his week off. What's oh, up, yeah. guys? Hey-o! Hey-o! That's cool. <laughs> What have you guys been doing this past week? Um, I just visited another plant, and I'm just, you know, getting the feel for the job, settling into my role. Did the plant grow on you? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Dad jokes 101. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How were uh, soccer tryouts, Josh? Uh, they were good. Yeah, I, I had tryouts. Uh monday through thursday nice and then today was the uh good old coaches slash parent meeting for fall sports so that was fun absolutely always a fun time oh yeah i couldn't have more fun <laughs> but tomorrow tomorrow's the first game of the season so Ooh, who are we, playing? we are playing divine child so oh. that should be a tough game yeah you know how i but feel about them i, I know crap i feel the same way <laughs> feel the same way but i'm hopeful i'm hopeful we can pull out a win of um, that and you passed the class i dude i did i That's did cool. i i legitimately I see it i needed a 73 in the class because i didn't need i i needed to pass with a c so yeah. like a c minus like it's passing but it wasn't good enough mm-hmm. but because i needed a 73 i legitimately got a 73.08 that's all you wow. needed wow like literally one one like homework question one more homework question wrong, probably don't pass. Yikes. Hey, wow. but you did it. That's all I matters. I really pushed to the wire. But. A dub to dub. You clutched <laughs> yeah, up, Josh. I really did. <laughs> I really did. The, the, the first, there was five exams. The first three exams, it was like, like you know, like 53%, 55%. <laughs> yeah. Got you know, the, last two, the last two exams, I got 75% on both. It's like clutched hey. up. Yeah, <laughs> clutched up. <laughs> Uh, I am finally starting the uh, Last Dance. I've actually been watching a lot of sports documentaries recently. Like I've been watching Hard Knocks. Uh, I just watched the first episode of the Cowboys one. Okay. Um, watched Malice in the Palace, which was great. Yeah, I need to watch that mm-hmm. still. Um, I watched that one. But I mean, it's it's outstanding. It's outstanding TV. Yep. How, really how far in the last chance or the last chance are you? The last dancer. <laughs> uh, I am. I just watched the third episode, just the Dennis Rodman one. Love yeah, that. That's a good show, you know. It yeah, is. Like it is. It's entertaining. Yeah. All right. Let's get into it. First, first, first things first. First time. First things first. Things first. first. 
We just had our fantasy draft. Big things. Big things happen. I took – all right. I'm going to be honest with you guys. In my in my heart, I knew I was going to go running back, running back, running back. All right? And that's what I did. <laughs> that's what you did? I didn't even yeah. notice that. Yeah. I took three yeah. running backs right away. And, you know, it wasn't the running backs I wanted. And I don't feel great about them, okay? <laughs> I, I feel okay. I should I should I should restate what I'm saying. I love J.K. Dobbins. All right, I think he's gonna thrive with the Ravens this year. Mm-hmm. But I don't feel good about Zeke. He's he's a good running back, and Dak's coming back. I just, I just don't feel good about it. I, Crops, I why don't why don't you just really really quickly read through your team? Just really right. fast. Yeah, yeah. We'll we'll do this for all of us. Yeah, I've got Kyler Murray at quarterback. Then Zeke as my RB1. Jonathan Taylor as my RB2. Allen Robinson as my wide receiver. Amari uh, Cooper as my second wide receiver. George Kittle as my tight end. J.K. Dobbins as my flex. The Rams defense. And Greg Zerline. That's my starting lineup as of right now. Josh, you want to go next? Yes. Hold on, i got to pull up my hands. Looking at Okay, so I got... Justin Herbert, Alvin Kamara, Miles Sanders, Tyree Kill, Justin Jefferson. I got Hawkinson. That one scares me. Julio Jones, Dolphins defense, and Sanders, Miami's kicker. I like it. Um, My team, I have Dak Prescott. I have Saquon as RB1, Aaron Jones as RB2. I have Calvin Ridley and A.J. Brown as my starting wide receivers. The rookie, Kyle Pitts, for my tight end from the Falcons. I have Chris Godwin in at flex, the Buccaneers defense, and Harrison Butker for the, the Chiefs kicker. Okay. So, so Cross, I, 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 say, I say we start the breakdown with your team first. All right. I would say that I kind of agree with you on just the, the, what you said about the running back situation. I feel like Dobbins, he seems like a player who will score points. You know what I mean? Like, he seems Absolutely. safe. Zeke seems like more of a wild card, but at the same time, I don't know. I feel like the, He's Cowboys, have a good have, season. the Cowboys have a lot of weapons. So it's not like, like I don't know. I think he'll I, be fine. Yeah, I think he'll get a, a solid, you know, 70, 90 yards game and a touchdown. I, w- I would love that. I just need reliability from him, which, yeah. besides last year, he has done, I think he did for the first, I think it was four years. First four years, he just was reliable. Yeah, the year and I just picked put up was the year. Numbers. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, um, last year was the year he, he sucked. Like he said you drafted running back heavy on purpose like that was your first three picks yeah so that being said like uh, to me if i had to pick like a weak point it would be alan robinson and amari cooper oh yeah for sure but those are guys who could like they're not like the strongest wide receivers you can pick obviously but they definitely both have the ability to score a lot of points yeah my team is very high upside it's high risk high reward but could i could fall flat on my face this year True. I like Kyler Murray, though. 
Yeah, I, yeah. Yep. I was I as was long as he right stays healthy. As long as he stays healthy. I think he will. All right, yeah. Josh. Let's Rams go defense. Yours. Rams defense reliable. Yeah, All right. You're right. Rams I was gonna take the Rams too. I was pissed. Because I, I took my defense I, right after you took the Rams. I was gonna pick them. So I I saw them ranked like eighth in defenses. I'm like, are you serious? That's like yeah. I felt I felt weird taking the Rams when I did because there were like five quote unquote better defenses above that. And I'm like, why this, this defense was so good last year and they didn't really lose anybody. Yeah. I I thought I saw the same thing. I saw that they were, they were ranked like kind of lower compared to what I thought. And I was still going to take them, but I, I literally had the same reaction in my head. I was like, why are the Rams so low? It doesn't make sense. Yeah. Crazy. Maybe just because they think they're, the offense is going to score a lot of points. I don't know. It's weird. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Let's move on to Josh's team. So, honestly, I'm happy with my team because I think my team's exciting. Because I think, I think first of all, where I got Julio Jones was a steal. Absolutely. I can't see. Is there a way to? Oh, yeah, I got him 36. He's a 36 pick. But Which I would crazy. say. Well, I would say it seems like the. Fantasy app is kind of like like scared of of being all in on him because yeah. he's only projected nine point one points and in like the bio and stuff like it basically seems like they're assuming that AJ Brown will be wide receiver one and that he's going to get more touches like that's what everything says in the fantasy app. But yeah, as, as we, like, look, if we look at, like, how A.J. Brown was used last year, it was mostly about touchdowns, and mm-hmm. that's what Julio's problem has been, even with the Falcons, was that he would put up big yardage numbers, but it was those touchdowns that he never got. Right. So maybe that, that's and, why. And he's getting older, slash he was he injured older, a yeah. decent amount last season. Although some of it I think he was playing up a little bit, but, you know. But honestly, I'm happy with my team because the fact that I have Tyreek Hill, Justin Jefferson, and Julio Jones, Julio's kind of a wild card, but even just having Tyreek Hill and Justin Jefferson, those are two big wide receivers to get, and I still have Alvin Kamara. The fact that I was able to get one running back who, like, will be solid was huge for me. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to be honest with you, Josh. I'm a little scared for Alvin Kamara. Me too. Just because, just because, if Taysom Hill's the starting quarterback, he runs the ball a lot. So it's like they're still going to use Alvin Kamara a lot. It's just you lost Drew Brees, so I feel like he has to take somewhat of a hit from previous years. But he was so dominant previous years that he'll still be a good running back. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It'll be interesting. For sure. I, I guess it's the, kind the, of a, your wide receivers are obviously going to be very good. Tiger Kill, Justin Jefferson, even Julio will put up relatively reliable numbers. And you have Michael Thomas. I was going to say bench. also a fun <laughs> pick with Michael Thomas because I got him with the hundredth pick. <laughs> but yeah, but, I mean, if he does what he did last year, then like he's useless. Right, because yeah. <laughs> he mm-hmm. didn't play half the season, which could happen because 
when I was reading in this, it was like he's already expected to miss the early part of the season. Yeah, like first five games? Something yeah. Like that. So he was, you know, I knew what I was doing when I drafted him, but I just figured it's Michael Thomas. So if I could get him that late, I was like, why not? You know? Yeah, that's true. If he comes back and has a good season, then it was worth it. All right. Yeah. So if I had to pick a weaker point, it would definitely be your running backs, just because Miles Sanders didn't play great last year. I think I a lot of it. I think a lot of it was that kind of offensive scheme towards the end of the season. That um, they had a lot of injuries. He, yeah, he was injured for most of the first half, mm-hmm. and then when it got to the second half, they just like they just didn't give him the ball that much. So it'll be interesting to see how. The new coach utilizes his skills um, along with Jalen Hurts. Just that whole Eagles offense in general, it's going to be interesting to see what happens. Yeah. Also not sure about Hawkinson on your team. Yeah. Just because new quarterback in Detroit. Tight ends are tricky. They are very tricky. I agree. It's like if you don't get one of like the top three or four tight ends, then it's just a complete toss-up. Yeah. <laughs> if they're going to get zero points or maybe, yep. maybe they'll score – seven or eight points and they have like 10 yards and a touchdown. <laughs> yeah. That's I really what I say though, right? with the lions, they really don't have a wide receiver. That's like a big name. Yeah. So Jared Goff's got to throw someone. Unless yeah. they don't throw it. You just run the ball. I'm three down, three down yeah. running game. <laughs> I could see That'd it wild. <laughs> that's something that's they would do. I got Justin Fields. Took him I on know. a chance. I know. Hey, that's going to, that's going to pay off for you in the second half. There's no way. There's no way they stick with Andy Dalton the whole year. That's what I was thinking. I just feel like, like I don't, I don't know. I would just be shocked if they stick with Andy Dalton. I'd be shocked. Josh, you like those. You like those rookie quarterbacks because you got Lamar. Uh, mm-hmm. Was that was that his rookie season or no, no no that was the second season. That was his second season. Yeah yeah. yeah. His yeah. MVP season, right? Yeah, his MVP season. That's what won me the league that year. <laughs> no, was that yeah. was that the year I won? Uh, no, I had Mahomes. I had Mahomes. You had Mahomes. You I had Mahomes, Mahomes in his breakout year. <laughs> That's yep. what it was. He was scoring like 45 points a game. Yeah, it was ridiculous. Um, and then last year, who'd you pick up last year? Um, who was it? I have no idea. I don't remember. You had Deshaun Watson, right? Yeah, but I, yeah. I, had I think Deshaun that was it. Watson. That might have been it. Yeah, I don't remember. I do have to say the waiver wire king will go to Josh every time. Oh, I play the waiver wire really hard, man. He does. I get he feelings. Does. You got Nick <laughs> Chubb when he – I think you got Nick Chubb off the waiver wire, right? I did. I did. I got Nick well, – no, it wasn't It wasn't Nick Chubb. It was also – it was the year I won, and this was also huge, when um, – who was it for the Chiefs that got hurt? Why am I drawing a blank? Was it Kareem Hunt? Yeah, yeah well, and you got. And I I picked up Clyde Edwards-Alaire in the last like four or five, like four games he played of that season. He scored a, t- a touchdown in each game. Yeah, and went off. It was something like that. I can't remember. I think it was Damian Williams. That's oh true. yeah, right. yeah, it was Damian, Damian Williams. Williams. He he got like a touchdown in each game, and I think ran for like eighty or ninety yards. He just went off. Yeah, just waiver wire king. Absolutely. All right, let's move on to Justin's team. Justin, the, initial the thoughts. Team. Initial, initial thoughts? <laughs> it's fully dependent on how Dak and Saquon return after their injuries. 
So I'm big kind comeback. of big comeback. Player. I'm calling it the redeem team, <laughs> just from that. But I, I I can't I can't imagine that they they do poorly. Like Dak Prescott, one of the top five in the league probably right now. I don't know. Maybe that's debatable. And Saquon was looking amazing, and then obviously what he tore his ACL. Mm-hmm. So who knows coming like off of that? I feel like it's honestly less of like will they play good or not. As much as it is, will they stay healthy? Yeah, because I think you're really right. If if they are yeah. if they're healthy and they're playing, they're gonna do good because they're mm-hmm. like they're just both so talented. Yeah, but other than that, I really like my team. I think I have the most consistent team out of the three of us. I would agree. I don't yeah. know if it's as high upside, but I have. I mean, Calvin Ridley is gonna get you would assume more targets because Julio's gone. Mm-hmm. AJ Brown's still gonna be solid and he's going to be on the high octane offense hopefully julio doesn't take too much away but i mean it's kind of a you take some from one you give to the other so those two kind of balance balance each other out Mm -hmm. godwin is still going to be a great option for tom brady on the returning champs um i picked the buccaneers early and i'm kind of i don't know if i'm kicking myself for that but when i saw the projections it said the Buccaneers were projected 140 points this season. And the second best defense was projected like 100. I was like, that point differential to me was worth the early pickup. I don't know. Yeah, that'll yeah. be interesting to see. I don't, I don't know how I feel about that yet because defense is very based on who they're playing. Yeah, especially I mean, they, this year. And they're yeah. going to play all of the top teams in the, um, in the NFC. Yeah. Which will include like the Seahawks and the Saints. Oh wait, they're in the same division as the Saints. Um, who else? Uh, Green Bay. Yeah, it's gonna be interesting. But I mean, I think they have all their starters returning, so it's not like this is a new team that's like right. finding itself. This is this is an established team, and I think they're gonna still be hungry because that's just under Tom Brady's leadership. That's just how every team is. And then I went early with uh, Butker, too, just because I wanted a consistent kicker, and I didn't even want to have to think about that every week of whether or not the matchups. So yeah. I, I'm liking it. My only concern is if they can, if Saquon and Dak can stay healthy, and I don't know how Kyle Pitts is going to turn out for the Falcons. They're saying he's a very um, highly touted draft pick. Like He, he seems like he's going to be a really good tight end. Yeah, people are high on him for sure. Which, I mean, I mean he, the the target share for Hulu has to go somewhere. It's not going to go all the Ridley. Yeah, but so I'm worried that the think. Falcons or that Matt Ryan's just going to get run over in the backfield. I mean, they, yeah, it's they're going to be one of the worst teams in the NFL this year, in my opinion. Yeah, so, I agree. So I'm worried but, about that. But their defense is bad, which means there's a lot of garbage time there. So exactly. maybe some extra touchdown points for Kyle Pitts. Exactly. So See, I've, the, the things I've, I've seen a lot of like fantasy, I don't know the word they would call themselves like gurus, you know, like they just yeah. Twitter and whatever, whatever. And I've seen a lot of people who are super high on Calvin Ridley. And a lot of people think that he's going to have like an insane year. I hope so. He's got enough potential to do it. Yeah, I'm not sure if he'll have a lot of touchdowns, but I feel like he's going to have a lot of yards. He He's kind of underrated in general. Like Even looking at his numbers last year, 
and like how he because he had like you know what I mean. If you like look at his numbers from last year, mm-hmm. but then even still, like if the start of this year we would have made a, a top wide receivers and fantasy list, I don't think any of us would have put Ridley up in like a top five. Yeah, I agree. Now and I mean that was with him. Those numbers were with him injured for I think two or three games. Yeah. So. I mean, he would have passed 100 re- receptions last year if he mm-hmm. stayed healthy for those couple games, yep. which is crazy. And, yeah, they do have him ranked. Like, I mean, you got him with the, what, like the 20-something, 22nd, something like that? Uh, yep. Yeah, 22nd. So probably the number four wide receiver, I think. Devontae Adams, mm. Harry Kill, something like that. Yeah. So, I mean, you... He was drafted higher in our league, but it might pay off because this might be a bad defense that turns into good offense because of garbage time. Yeah. Another guy I'm kind of, I don't know if I'm concerned about, but I'm just unknown is Aaron Jones. He's been doing so well the past few years, but now that Jamal Williams is out and now, uh, I forgot his name, AJ Dillon. Dillon. Yep. I don't know if that's going to change the, the dynamic a lot to where he's not as productive fantasy-wise. And I'm, I'm happy Aaron Rodgers is back. That obviously yeah. helps him. I think I think you'll be fine because of the fact that Aaron Rodgers is back and A.J. Dillon is just going to take the couple of carries that Jamal Williams had. Yeah. I think yeah. A.J. Dillon is more of a protection running back like in case Aaron Jones gets hurt again mm-hmm. which happened last year and he was out for a couple games so then Jamal Williams went in and just played that primary back role yeah I think AJ Dillon's gonna do the same thing yeah and then I scooped up Brian Tannehill for my backup quarterback it's a great but other other than that my bench I'm kind of worried about just because I auto drafted <laughs> so I have some questionable wide receivers, and then I picked up Philip Lindsay off the waiver wires because I needed another running back. So I'm kind of worried, but I'm just going to wait for it to start and just hopefully pick up some decent players, pick up the tight end I need if I need a backup, you know, kind of work out the team from there. Yeah. You'll be I think you'll be fine. Yeah. I'll, I'll still win. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's move on to one more thing with fantasy. Who was, out of all your picks, which one are you the happiest with? Meaning, like, where you got him, like, his, like where his ADP was. Like, what was the steal of your, of your draft? I'll go first because I kind of just threw this in there because I'm like, oh, this is an interesting topic. <laughs> I think... Trey Sermon, okay. I believe he was my last pick. But yeah, who? <laughs> Ohio State Trey, running Trey back. Who? <laughs> Ohio State running back. I got him with my last pick. If he does any work with the 49ers, let's say Raheem Mostert gets hurt or he's not reliable, Trey Sermon slots in and he owns that running back room. The guy is a big body, and Kyle Shanahan likes to run a lot of running backs. I think he has the potential 
to be a great running back in this league. And if Raheem Mostert gets hurt, Trey Sermon is the guy in San Francisco. I love that pick. I think he's going to be outstanding this year. Dark horse for sure. I like it. I like it. I would say my my favorite pick, it's got to be Julio. It's got to be Julio at 36. And I think I would say, like, you know, being realistic, there is a chance, and I think this is why why I got him at 36, there's a chance that he doesn't have an amazing year because it's a new team, a new quarterback for him. He's getting old. There's a lot of ifs and, like, you know, concerns. But I just think considering the amount of upside he has, which, like, he could end up being one of the top wide receivers in the league. Like, I don't I don't think that would be, like, if that happened, it wouldn't be insane, right? No. Right. Yeah. right. You, you, you can picture it. So I just think the fact that that could happen and I got him where I got him, I would say he's my favorite pick. Okay. Justin. All right. Um, I truly, I, I don't know. I think I'm split on either getting Kyle Pitts, which I, I was going for Travis Kelsey, obviously, like everyone was, <laughs> but <laughs> Kelsey got picked very early and I was like, I'll wait another round getting Kyle Pitts, who is questionable in that we don't know what he's going to be like in the NFL. I think that was a good pick for me. And then getting Calvin Ridley and AJ Brown back-to-back at 22 and 27. Like, I, I want to look back and see the five or four picks in between that and see, like, who was drafted in between them and why the other one wasn't taken. I don't know. I just I, I want to go back and look at that and see if I got a steal out of that somehow. It was me, it was me taking a third running back. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> That's honestly probably why you got both of them. <laughs> yeah. So uh, yeah, I'm I'm happy I got both of them back to back. I, I I don't know if that counts, but that, that I'm pretty excited about that. I like, I like my two starting wide receivers. You know, I like speak, it. speaking of Kelsey, because you said Kelsey was taken early, and I was like, oh yeah, I remember I remember he was taken early. I remember when he got picked, I was like, oh, I was kind of early. Yeah. So I went to look, and I was like, oh, it was Nick. Has Nick ever not had Travis Kelsey on his team in fantasy? I oh, had no, him last had year. Last year. Yep. <laughs> I had him last year, so I was like, oh, I'll take him again this year. But he got drafted first round. But Nick didn't Nick have him like the couple years before that too? Yeah. 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 I feel like Nick's almost had him like almost every year besides last year. Yeah, because he's basically a wide receiver <laughs> at a tight end spot. And and like you said earlier, tight ends are so hard to pick. Yeah. Because there's only like two or three dominant players and sometimes they get injured, like uh who was it last year that didn't do so great? Uh, was it George Kittle? Yeah, tough year for George Kittle. I drafted him who last was, year, too. Who's the other tight end, uh, I think, on the Eagles? Why well, can't yeah, I think his name? <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. I feel like he had a rough year a couple he's past couple years, off, too. Man. He's falling off. But I remember, like, the first couple years we did this, he was a, a nice tight end to have. Yeah, he was one of the oh. best, Zach Ertz, for a couple of years. Yeah, so now yeah, I'm just having a tight end that you can play consistently and it's getting those numbers like Travis Kelsey. It's just so nice to have. Like Travis Kelsey or like TJ Hawkinson, one of those yeah. guys. Yeah. <laughs> 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 oh, all right. Let's move on to NFL preseason games. We had all five 
rookie quarterbacks taken in the first round. Uh, active, actually the top five, because I think Kyle Trask went 30th for the Tampa, for Tampa Bay, 32. Um, but we're just looking at those top five. Out of those top five, so Trevor Lawrence, Trey Lance, Zach Wilson, Mac Jones, and Justin Fields, not in any order particularly. Who looked the best in their outing? My bad. My bad. Dog barking in the background. No worries. <laughs> All right, we'll cut this part out. Yep, yep. Um, I can start. I think from what I, I was seeing on social media, the little bit I got on, it seemed like Jalen Hurts was getting all the attention, but then I kind of looked back at all the uh, rookie quarterbacks, and I, I think Mac Jones had the best performance of them. So, the, so he's with the Patriots. He had they played him with the first string offensive line so that they can truly test how he was doing, and they also had him play in the hurry up offense. I think the whole time which I think makes it even more impressive of what he did. He didn't have any risky plays. He didn't really throw any trash balls up in the air. And he had a potential touchdown pass, but the receiver just like dropped it through his arms. I don't remember which receiver it was. I'm not going to hate on him right now. But if he has that <laughs> touchdown, I think everyone's talking about Mac Jones. But because he didn't, it was kind of a little lackluster in numbers-wise. But he looked the best. And also, I was looking deeper into it, and I read that he had the fastest fastest average time to throw out of the three Patriots quarterbacks. So, I mean, really? obviously, like that. I mean, fastest time to throw doesn't say you're going to be a great quarterback by any means, but like it shows that he can play at this level, and that he might be starting, depending on how Cam Newton's playing. You know, like he he has a shot. Hmm. Yeah, I like it, Josh. I I went I'm going for Justin Fields, which I feel like isn't a shocker. Um, so looking at his stats, he completed 14 of 20 passes for 142 yards and a touchdown, and he had five. And and this is that's really good. 14 20 142 yards and touchdowns really good. But for me, like the the most promising part was that he had five rushing attempts for 33 yards and a touchdown. And going to be fair to people who disagree, he did fumble the ball on a spin move, but he recovered the fumble. But still, it doesn't matter. It's, it's That's not good, right? But he's still young, and hopefully he learns from it. But I think – I just think I would say his game was was the most impressive because – he showed he could pass and run. And I feel like, especially in today's NFL, it seems like there's exceptions um, off the top of my head. It'd be like Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers. Um, there might be more of guys who can't run. But I feel like if you look at the majority of the top quarterbacks in the league, they can use their feet. So for me, I would say Justin Fields had the most impressive and promising performance. Because I think, to me, if I had to pick a quarterback, a rookie quarterback right now, as far as what I think their upside would be, I would say Justin Fields, like, immediately. Wouldn't even think about it. I want to okay. quickly say, I said 
Jalen Hurts before. I meant Justin Fields. I don't yeah, know why I yeah. said Jalen Hurts. Yeah, you meant Justin Fields. I got that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My, my bad. Me too. <laughs> I, after, you, after you started talking, Josh, I was like, why did I just say Jalen Hurts? That's what <laughs> uh, um, this is really ironic because none of us are going with the top two because I'm going with Trey Lance. So this guy, I'm going to be honest, his five for 14 – it's pretty garbage. Jeez. But <laughs> in the five completions that he had, one was like a 90-yard bomb, which looked great. And he used his feet quite a bit. And just his ability to move around in the pocket. Now, frankly, he does have a good offensive line. But I think that he looked the best out of all of them. The, up, the upside for him is great and i think out of any of the ones that aren't going to start right away so obviously trevor lawrence is going to start right away um zach wilson's going to start right away but out of the next three where it's justin fields mac jones and trey lance everyone's like when are they going to start i think he will be the first one to start um i think they're going to bench jimmy garoppolo pretty early they're going to keep him but they, I think they like what they see from Trey Lance, and I don't see a reason why they would change anything up from how they're going to run it like they did in the preseason game. The packages that they have for him now are great. I had him as my most excited or the one I was going to watch out for the most when we did talked about this a couple weeks ago. Yeah. I, I, I like how he plays, and like you said, that, that – uh, what was it, 94-yard touchdown pass? Yeah, something It looked like pretty, and I feel like he can continue doing that. I mean, hopefully, uh, obviously, things change as the season goes on, but I think he can do that pretty consistently. Like, he looks good. Yeah. I really like one. him. Um, the only thing is he's only played he, – he's played one game – well, actually, two now. Two games in two years. So – I think he just needs a couple more preseason games, see how he looks, and then just stick him right into the offense. Definitely. One one thing I think is interesting, too, that it's just talking about Trey Lance because this, this affects him and how, what the 49ers do. Um, but Jimmy Garoppolo on the 49ers' first drive, and I think this was the only drive he played, but I could be wrong. Um, he went three for three for 26 yards which it's only three throws, but still at the same time, it it does matter that Jimmy Garoppolo at this point hasn't done anything to make himself look bad. You know what I mean? You're right. Yeah, absolutely. So there is that too, and I think that's important because Trey Lance is probably going to need Jimmy Garoppolo to show something bad for him to get to start. Yeah, you might be right. Yeah, I, I think that. the team, team's going to be loyal to him. All right, let's move on to the question of the day. All right, college football starting up in a couple weeks. The AP poll came out. Their list was a little controversial, not going to lie. So we're talking about the most overrated and the most underrated. So we've got technically two questions of the day. So out of all the teams on the AP poll top 25, who do you guys think is the most overrated? Let's start with Josh. Most overrated. Okay. 
I'm going to answer your question with a question to Justin. Right. Okay? Hey, Justin. Hi. So on this list, there's a team who plays in the American Athletic Conference. Okay? Out of curiosity, Justin, and just so you know, just so the viewers know, I would not be able to answer this question. Okay? <laughs> I'm, I only know this because I'm looking at it. So, Justin, are you looking at it yet? I'm looking at the the 25 like the top 25 okay, teams. So don't, don't I, I don't know. I don't could know you, who's who though. Could you name five teams in the American Athletic Conference? In the American Athletic Conference? Yes. Did I just say that right? Yes. <laughs> I, so I'm assuming the team you're talking about is Coastal Carolina. Nope. Wow. So already I'm off to a 0 for one start. Um, Love to see it so far. Uh, is UCF? Yep, yep. Uh, I'll hmm. stop right there. I'll save you. Yeah, I, don't, I have no idea. <laughs> my, my answer for the most overrated on this list, or a team that should not be this high, is Cincinnati. Okay? Cincinnati is an eight. And I get that they had a really good record last season, right? And I, I understand that they won their games. But for me, it's just like, if you look at who they're above, and it's some of these teams who play in conferences that are so much harder, and I, I, I just think it's crazy that a team in that type of conference is that high simply because they went 9-0 and in their conference. And they beat, you know, Temple and, and Navy and Tulane. It's just dumb to me. So I, I would say Cincinnati just because of the conference they're in. Love it. They will have some tough games this year because they'll play Indiana and then Notre Dame back-to-back. Ooh. So we'll see how good they are. They proved me wrong. All right, Justin, who do we think? Um, Most overrated, and this is purely just off a gut feeling. I really have no stats to back this up. I'm saying Iowa State. Mostly okay. because I feel like teams that were ranked below them should not be below them. I, I don't think Notre Dame should be lower than them, Oregon, Wisconsin. Personally, I feel like Florida, LSU, and maybe even Texas are going to end up higher than them. But I, I'm just high on Texas because I feel like I, I'm just a big fan of Texas. And I think LSU is going to return to form to what they were like in 2019. So I, there's definitely teams below Iowa State right now that should not be below them. And that's why I'm ranking, saying that they're overrated. I truly don't know how this team is going to perform, mostly because I don't know this team very well. So maybe they maybe they prove me wrong. That's fair. That's fair. This is going to be really ironic, though, because Texas was my overrated pick. And they play <laughs> University of Louisiana. First game of the season. I think they lose to University of Louisiana. First game. Ooh, wrong. They're, they're <laughs> shining light. <laughs> their shining light last year was Sam Ellinger, and he's in the NFL now. They don't have a they don't have a quarterback who has been there for the last four years. So I think they're going to struggle mightily this year. That's my overrated pick. And I'm going to be honest. I think they have a losing record this year. That's hot take. The hot take. You're right. All right. 
Now we're going to move on to underrated, most underrated team. We'll start with Justin this time. All right, I kind of alluded to it there for my most overrated, but I think LSU is the most underrated. I think they have they stumbled a little bit in 2020. Not that's fair, and they lost obviously Joe Burrow and their core after 2019's draft. But this year they have Max Johnson and Kishon Boyet. I'm assuming that's how you pronounce his name. I don't really know. Um, and I think they can be a top five, top 10 team instead of 16 where they are currently. I, and ex- if the playoffs are expanded, I'm expecting this team to at least make playoffs. OK, I like it. Josh, what do we think? I, I would say that a team I think kind of got gypped a little bit should be higher. I would say with, I would say the Florida Gators chomp, chomp, baby. <laughs> They and so they play in a really hard conference, right? The SEC's loaded. They went eight and two in their conference, and also the last game they played in their season was against Alabama, and they lost forty-six to fifty-two. Which it's a close game, and Alabama is a powerhouse, right? So I would say, kind of like what I was saying with how Cincinnati just should not be that high because of their conference. I would say Florida should be a little bit higher up just because of their schedule and who they have to play. Okay. I like it. Um, I was looking at Ohio State as the most underrated strictly because they were ranked fourth and they were in the championship game last year. Yeah, their offense is going to look a little rough at the beginning, but their quarterback situation looks promising uh, with the – 2022 uh, number one quarterback moving to the 2021 class and graduating early. Um, He's obviously not going to play this year, but I think that they have a lot of skills. Ryan Day is a great coach. It really hurts me because I am a Michigan fan, but I think that they're underrated and they should be at least at least three. They should be over Clemson. They beat him last year. And honestly, I think they should be two. I think it should be over at Oklahoma. Right, Spencer right. Radler. Spencer Radler hasn't proved proven anything yet. All right, let's move on to this day in sports history. Take it away, Justin. On this day in sports history. All right, in this day in sports history, pretty recent in 2016. Jamaica's Usain Bolt wins gold in the men's 200 meters for the third successive Summer Olympics in Rio. Right, So he, he recorded his run at a time of 19.78 seconds, which to me is impossible, but whatever. <laughs> and this leads me into the question, because of Usain Bolt and how dominant he has been in men's running, sprinting, especially in the Olympics, who's the most dominant player in the respective sports oh okay so you're talking like just in in sports in general or are you talking no, like in, in their in their sport that whatever player you want to bring up in their sport who's the most dominant it's not it may not be the most decorated or the most um like the highest score like i wouldn't put kareem up there but like who when they were playing who was going to win the most? Who was going to dominate the most? Oh, I gotcha. 
I'll yeah. start, John. Simone Biles. All right. Yep. She is so good. She has, and I don't know much about gymnastics, but she has moves that to most gymnasts is not physically possible. Mm-hmm. So, and they, they're named after her now. Yeah. She is the most dominant, and I really don't think it's close. I agree. And so I've been learning more about gymnastics, and you get a move named after you if you're the first to complete it in, I think, the Olympics, maybe like a high-ranking competition. So because she's completed two of those moves in the Olympics before, they're named after her now. Crazy. Crazy. Yeah. So honestly, I think... I feel like it's it's really hard to argue against Simone Biles. Just you know what I mean? Because like for their sport, I feel like it's just hard to argue. But right. if I had to pick someone else, just you know, for the sake of it, I think I, I think just in terms of someone who when they were on the court just like embodied winning. I think maybe more than anyone else is in terms of their attitude and stuff. I'd say Kobe. Mm-hmm. I just feel like okay. he, his mentality in like his aura when he was playing in like, you know, players have had done interviews and like everyone says it, but you could also just see it watching him. I would, I would say Kobe cause he was just, his mentality was insane. Yeah. He given the stare down when the ball was right, faked at his face. Like oh he was God. always in his own. Oh my <laughs> God! Yeah, that, when he when he uh, jammed his finger, he walked over the sideline. The guy popped it out and he walked back in the game with like no <laughs> no expression on his face. So, like that guy's deadly. The Achilles um, tear and still making the free throw and then walking off. Yeah, that was, bad. That was bad. Oh my gosh. Kobe's so I insane. came up with another another couple list of people. Just to throw out some other names. Um, okay. When he was playing Bill Russell, it yeah. was like, what, Fair. an 80% chance he was going to win the finals. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, you got to say him. Um, Serena Williams. I, I was going to say that. I was going to say that one, too, if Simone Biles was, like, yeah. taken. Yep. Um, one that I believe is a contender for the most dominant player in the respective sport, Tiger Woods. Uh, yep. That was on my list yeah. as well. Yeah, that's a good one. And so some other names. I had Kobe, LeBron, Jordan up there. Wayne Gretzky. Um, I had Michael Phelps when he had that run for those Michael two Phelps. Olympics. Yep. Yeah, Michael and, Phelps was on the list too. Um, who else? I had Muhammad Ali slash Mike Tyson. Whatever era you're from, you can pick whichever one you want there. Messi, um, Nadal, and Jokovic for tennis. Yeah, those are two good ones. Oh, that's like my list so far. I mean, if you want to count Pete Rose, I mean, he he was just great. But I, I don't know if I would consider him dominant. Right. Yeah. But th- yeah. those were the people I was thinking of. If I had to pick one, I'd probably say Simone just because she's basically been the face of the Olympics, the, pl- the past two Olympics. Crazy. Um, especially her, for USA. Yeah. Literally her, the movements in gymnastics, it, it's literally perfect. It's it's perfect when you watch her. I would recommend anyone just going and watching and, a YouTube video. And honestly, the times that she does like rarely mess up, it's because she's 
too strong or too fast and over overshoots her mark and she'll right. like have a foot out yeah she it's has to like, hold herself running back. too fast or something. <laughs> yeah she has to restrain herself to land which i mean is part of the sport but like you give her free reins to do any flip she wants she's freaking all over the place you know but yeah i i mean usain bolts up there as well too obviously because oh yeah fastest man alive almost, so yeah for sure that's all we got for you guys today. If you like the content, make sure you like, comment, and subscribe, and follow us on all the major social media outlooks, including TikTok. Let's take it away by let's uh, let's uh, let's uh, redo that. Doing great. Doing great. Doing great. Got it. Got it. Josh, I know it doesn't sound like it, but I closed it perfectly last week. That's just completely. Oh man, it's only it's only with you. Is it? Yeah, I get stage fright in front of Josh. Ah, <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> <laughs>